How's your week been? Oh, it's been a good week. First week of spring. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know these things. I've, I've never kept track of the seasons. Oh, man, the trees outside my house are deciduous, so... They oh. drop their leaves and they sprout their leaves and it's all very lovely at the moment. Stop using such dirty words. <laughs> <I'm> deciduous. <laughs> I'll show you deciduous. <laughs> How about you? How's your week? Awesome. Fantastic. Wonderful. Stared at a computer screen. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Should I start? I was, going, I was just <laughs> waiting for you to just start. To say just, yeah. Okay. Hello, I'm Derek. And I'm Peter. And this is The Mog. In this podcast, one of us suggests a beloved movie from our childhood for the other to watch. And then we talk about it. What made us laugh, what made us cry. And whether it explains why we're such freaking weirdos. (laughs) Derek, apart from not being able to swear, what movie have we got today? (laughs) We have, it's one of yours, it's Message from Space Uh from 1978. Also called Uchu Kara no Meseji. I wasn't going to try that. I figured I'd butcher it if I did. I like to refer to it it as Message from Space. Hold on to your nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have one? Um, Yeah, it was was pretty bad though. It was tomatoes, seeds, bunk beds and tomatoes. (laughs) I had another optional one. Yeah. Message from Space. Great glowing gonads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they look kind of like testicles they, they, There is a heavy emphasis on those glowing testicles Oh my god that's But I had to good. ask you, how did you come across this movie? Alright, so you always ask me questions that I It's so obscure though I, like how this one... I don't know where it appeared It's almost <laughs> mystical I know, I know its story from the point of it being on a tape Oh, you know what it probably was? It was probably that we saw it at the video store and it looked like Star Wars. Ah. Or it was on SBS and my parents recorded it for us. Oh, yeah. Because I remember from our childhood, tapes were extremely important. Um, Recorded tapes. So not bought from the store, but recorded from television. Yeah. And we would have a few select tapes that we would watch over and over. And those tapes had more than one movie on it. Oh. So, it'd go... So, I I would know what comes after Ghostbusters. What's before... Well, there's nothing before Star Wars. Star Wars was always the first Star Wars. Because you had to conserve Um, that space. Hey, there were two-hour tapes and they weren't cheap. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, so, War of the Worlds was the first movie on this tape and this movie came after it. Wow. And it was the type of thing where, um, you know how there's a cut when you record a video and sometimes the um, the sound goes a bit wonky at the start and then it kind of realigns itself. It loses the tracking, yeah. Yeah, it goes... <laughs> well, it did that. And the first three minutes and 30 seconds of this film were always a mystery to us. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, it would cut in at about the moment when the old man starts talking. Oh. I wonder, what did you miss? <laughs> Do you... Take these seeds. <laughs> oh, okay. And spread them. <laughs> oh, no, it had a really nice intro song. It was lovely. It did. 
it had it had all of this you know beautiful orchestral music. And actually that theme it reminded me very much of Han and Leia's love theme oh there's so many ties just you can't talk about this film without talking about Star Wars. It's just impossible. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize that until like halfway through. <laughs> but but the, like the comparisons to Star Wars are actually quite fun to make. They're not, oh, it's not as good as Star Wars because... No, no. I actually really enjoyed this. I, I oh, think good. if I was a kid watching this now... Oh, sorry, if I was a kid watching this, I would, yeah, I would love this film. It would be high on my nostalgia meter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still high on mine. Um, <laughs> and I haven't watched it for a very long time, so I was pretty keen to see it with new eyes. Yeah. And, man, it took me back. The, the one thing I find in watching these old movies again is that I don't have as much patience. Like, I can't sit through scenes that I would otherwise have just tuned out as a kid. Oh. But that yeah. doesn't mean that I'm... Like, those bits are actually few and far between because there's so much other stuff to take in. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, and, and so, your first impressions of these were pretty good then. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. It's very um, it's very anime, very Japanese. Yeah. And I was, like, massively into anime and yeah. all of that stuff, so... Um, Astro Boy, Robotech, all of that stuff. It's all sort of in here. Yeah, it is. All in live action. All in live action. Glorious yeah. three by four. But I guess, so when you were re-watching it, memories were coming back? Yeah, they were. Um, lots of, Rocco, Rocco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Rocco, you must go here. Rocco. <laughs> Just Rocco. And Jack. 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 Jack oh man, great. that guy! Oh man, you're oh. so so seedy and so nasty, but yeah. he's so great too. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's 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 more of a character arc for every one of these characters than there are in Star Wars. It moves so quick, and it's like yeah. keeps you on your toes. I was really impressed with this. There's a lot going on. It's not a simple the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. Um, which I forgot. Like watching it again, I didn't realize that there were twists and turns in terms of the characters being introduced as good guys, then kind of doing some bad stuff and then coming back to the good side again. Yeah, it was really quite complex. Mm. And you mentioned your brother, like um, he mentioned this one too. He reminded you of this one. Yeah, actually. he did. He did. Um, though he didn't need to because it was top <laughs> of my list. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we watched this a lot. Yeah. This was, um, I, I don't think my parents did though. <laughs> what was it like watching with your brother? Uh, it, we were just, you know, glued to the screen. Yeah. Because there's so much um, space battles and you see the hilarity of it now. But back then you kind of missed those parts and just were focused on all of the action and the spaceships and mm. all of that stuff. And people people jumping as soon as they're getting killed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, there's so much. Like a little earthquake, <laughs> they'll go flying. The actors just give them their all. Yeah. <laughs> mashing into walls. Well, so far, no one actually knows what this movie is about unless they've watched it. So I think we should give it a I'll bit give of a synopsis. synopsis. Yeah. So the peaceful planet of Jelusia in the Andromeda galaxy has been conquered by the steel-skinned warriors of the Gabbana's empire who have turned the planet into a military fortress. So the peace-loving denizens of Jelusia look to the skies, sending out magical seeds meant to find protectors of the troubled world. Among those enlisted are the cocky pilot Aaron, the well-to-do Maya, 
and the burned out general Garuda, but the disparate crew will have to work together if they're to defeat the Gabanas. That sounds pretty good. Yep, that's. I took that from a few places because like, there was some bad synopsis on this one. Yeah, yeah. The, there was there was some some of the stuff I read wasn't even right. And they made comment about the mother being some comedic actor in drag. Yeah, <laughs> why does that need to be in the synopsis? Well, uh, but as soon as it's mentioned, you look for it. <laughs> yeah, and and as I, soon- went, I went back. I had yeah. I, I, she was so scary. Uh, looking she there. was. She was. Oh there was a real mother mother son relationship there. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty awesome too. <laughs> oh, there's just so many characters in this film. There are, yeah. And and there's actually there's little subtle like apart from the fact that it's really hammy and that the music is way over the top and the music is so badly edited into the film. Yeah. Um there's some really uh, subtle little bits in it that I didn't realize that they had in there. That, you know, the bit like, like, for instance, the general sends this spaceship up into the sky and there's these two soldiers saluting it and they're, and they're just mumbling to each other. And oh. Yeah, did, and if you don't hear it, they're, they're saying, what the hell is he doing? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had that. And uh, what's happened is the general has um, sent his robot helper uh, who's died into space as a as a send off. You didn't remember that? No. As the first one. Yeah. That was great. This General Garuda man, he's such a oh. character. He's like Ron Swanson. If you know um Parks and Recreation, he's got the mustache and he's got a whiskey. Yeah. And he's and he's, he's such giving a good it actor. All too. He's so good, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's so it's just like you see him being put in all of these ridiculous outfits and these ridiculous situations. He's just stone cold and he's straight. He just sells it. It's so straight. He's he's drinking whiskey yeah. and like there's nuts in it and he looks at it and he's like, you you believe that he's a drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's know? some bits in there. I couldn't believe it because, yeah, we'll get to it. But I actually got slightly choked up. Yeah, I can. I couldn't believe it. I feel that. I did too. I'm watching this the first time. <laughs> Baber's funeral, it was his first robot, and then he just he just casually goes Baber two. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the first robot died, and so they name him Baber two. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, skip a well, beat. Well, I mean, that's that's just like Baber Junior for robots, I imagine. <laughs> okay. But Baber two is the comic relief. He's got some great lines. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. he's giving him this outfit and he goes, You want something fancy? Get a French robot. <laughs> Master, don't get smashed. Must find a place yeah, to crash I had tonight. That too. <laughs> no more Master. booze. <laughs> Master, don't get smashed. It reminded me of us. It's sort of Aussie slang <laughs> in our uni days. No more booze. <laughs> yeah, no more booze. No more booze. But um, the thing with dubs is that they have to match the limp sync. So sometimes they just add in words to fill up the space. And so that's where you get these little discrepancies of, you know, extraneous dialogue. So it's like, I, I must go with her. And then there's a big pause. She might need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was unnecessary, but they right. needed to put that in because of the sync. Yeah, yeah, the, the gap. But in they it. did mm. a really good job for a dub, I would I have to say. Well, I actually think that what would have happened would be that um, you could tell that the uh, that this has a combination of Japanese and um, uh, English-speaking actors, yeah. and um, they're speaking their lines in English, 
and the Japanese are speaking their lines in Japanese. Yeah, it was like as soon as Maya appears, like suddenly white people. <laughs> yeah, white people wow. start chatting to each yeah. other. And they're so white. They're so white. <laughs> <laughs> and Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, talk, talk about the Rough Riders. The Rough Riders are Aaron and what's the other guy's name? Chiro. So, they're sort of like, um, I guess you would call it like Luke Skywalker in Han Solo. I don't know. They're just, they've got their fast ships and they're- They're like 12-year-old versions of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Yeah. And they're racing around and they do canyon runs just like Beggar's Canyon back on Tatooine. (laughs) Yeah. They play chicken and they outrun the cops. They thread the needle. Thread the needle. It reminded me a bit of um, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's true. You know, Jack, he's got his, he's a friend of theirs as well. Jack, he's got this big suit with big collars and a top hat, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he's so ridiculously over the top. Colors, you know, there's so much color here. So there's a lot of cowboy going on. Yeah. And, and, um, and those guys just, they spend the, that part of the movie just flying along, just yelling joyously for about five (laughs) minutes. But it sets the mood. It sort of introduces them as sort of carefree. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. suddenly they're thrust into this really, into a war really, because the Gavanas, they're led by Roxay. And such a strange name for the bad guy. I keep thinking they're about to say Roxanne. <laughs> but he's very, yeah, he's a mysterious guy because like there's a storm and like he's just staring out into the you know, at the window and he goes, there's something wonderful about a storm. And um, that was quite deep, I thought. Yeah. But then suddenly there's they show the um, Jalushian ship and it's an actual sailing ship, like an old pirate yeah. ship. Oh my gosh. I know. Like a Spanish galleon. I know. It's amazing. I, that, that did my head over so many times. Um, as a child because I'm thinking, how do they breathe? Oh, yeah. How do they breathe on top of the ship? And that's also <laughs> weird because when they go out later on, they've only got little masks covering their mouth. Oh, that's hilarious. And they're, and they're on strings, you can tell. <laughs> because they're just <laughs> bouncing around. So, the Rough Riders also include this girl called Maya, who's really the moral compass of of the Quadruplo. And, she was uh, Which is Jack... Yeah, she was cute, and uh, but she was she was a bit well off. Her father was rich, apparently, and um, so she promised to give them some money to fix their damaged ships, which were damaged by the Liabi nuts, which so happened to get stuck in there. And uh, what she wants from them is to go uh, space firefly catching. She's got these crazy dreams and <laughs> she's, she brings all these ideas to the table and they just sort of run with it. Yeah. Because they're after her money. <laughs> yeah. um, Why don't we combine the ships? Oh, that's awesome. And they're all just dancing around. And then <laughs> There's so much dancing. <laughs> moving the plot forward slowly. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. They, they did imbue a lot of energy into it. But yeah, they, they go space firefly catching and they're just hanging on strings in a backdrop of space. And you can see them sort of swinging backwards and forwards <laughs> on the string as they as they swim uh, in one spot. I it's- always thought, though, you had to have your eyes covered because you were... You were- your eyes would rupture from the pressure of the vacuum well, of space. Well, yeah, uh, it certainly does require a bit of a... <laughs> you have to set a bit of uh, physics and reality aside. <laughs> and I don't think... As a kid, like, I was very, um, I guess, 
logically minded and you know i was keen on space and everything to do with it so that was one thing that i just couldn't wrap my head around yeah like you know with star trek and star wars they had that level of realism to it but then you've got these people you know with masks on floating on strings in space in this giant pirate ship which is just open yeah it was cool how fast it moved though yeah like all of those ship um animations were great with explosions usually oh so many explosions yeah there's so many space battles in this i forgot and some of those spaceships really cool design yeah there was stuff like i'm i'm sure that robotech ripped off this movie like with some of the designs of those like battlements on the ships looks exactly the same so it's very cool the funny thing is is that when i was watching this i thought i saw bits of return of the jedi in it and i know that sounds really bizarre because this was before return of the jedi yeah like which parts well like when the uh the robots you know trying to help them at the end in this big battle and everyone's fighting and uh, he gets his arm shot off oh yeah and it's just one. sort of that you know that bit where r2d2 gets shot when they're on uh, oh yeah Endor. yeah wonder i don't know it was just really weird because there were some bits in it that just felt like they had ripped it off from Return of the Jedi, and then I realized it was before then. So, you mean like, well, Return of the Jedi could have copied from this, maybe. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd imagine that they would have been absolutely inspired by the um, the high quality. <laughs> when Baber gets shot, he's got the best line because Garuda goes to him, you all right, Baber? And he goes, oh, I'm okay. It only hurts when I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That robot, man. Uh, that he, robot. he had some pretty damn good lines. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed this, but there was this massive obsession with tomatoes. Yeah, Jack bites into a tomato and he finds his nut inside there. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at their at their hideout, it's more like something that kids would have a hideout because they've got bunk, bunk beds. beds. Yeah. yeah. It's just and and posters on the wall and yeah, it's just hilarious. But um yeah, they've got tomatoes on the table. Just everyone's eating tomatoes at one stage. <laughs> so over the top acting as well from from Jack. It's just like an anime character. You're out of your yeah, gourd. He's definitely. <laughs> it's sort of good dialogue for a dub. I was expecting it to be a lot worse in terms of just how B-grade it was going to be. And it is B-grade in comparison to movies like Star Trek and Star Wars. But it's trying so hard to be A-grade. Oh, yeah, it's trying <laughs> so hard. And, and, like, some of it is, if you could just squint your eyes, is actually quite awesome. Yeah. Like, the, the space battles where they've got those pretty good models and there's so many explosions going on and bases exploding. Well, the and- first one was shown in flashback where the princess, she... Oh, she tells them the story of Jalusia. Yeah, our planet was invaded and then there was an epic fight scene. It was like all lasers and fires and explosions. It was all a ground battle. Yeah, and people but jumping. But then it just sort of... Yeah, people jumping like crazy. <laughs> it just... Um, it's, it's important to note... That um, in this universe, when you die, you have to jump in the air. And like to, to injure yourself is the goal. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> these actors, there was an old man who dies. Like he's the Obi-Wan. When, it, when oh, he died, he went flying too. I crack up every time. <laughs> I, I remember when I, we used to watch that as kids and we'd crack up at that bit. <laughs> he went flying, man. <laughs> so, and then he falls down into a 
crevice into a, as it opens up. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I am staying behind with my planet. Who will do not weep at my death? <laughs> oh my gosh! And she goes, "Father!" <laughs> <laughs> Explosions and oh, it's not. It's not like a Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely the uh, the actors they gave it their all, but um, there were some parts where there was like quite good suspense as well. There's all the action, like in, they went into the mountains, um, and Jack sort of betrays them here. But there's this old woman, and like, do you do you remember that scene? Yeah, I do, I do. Where she's got this creepy son from who was born on Pluto. Yeah, yeah, and what is yeah, and she says, "Go make her yours, <laughs> your wife." <laughs> She gives him a whip. Wow, that was so creepy, though. I was like, I felt pretty on edge when they started walking off and they said, oh, you've got to go and find the wolves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what happens is um, they meet the Rocco, who is um, Amrilita's bodyguard, so to speak, and uh, they just so happen to all find each other um, because when they're looking for space, Fireflies... They find the ship wreck mm-hmm. and um, save them. And uh, they find out that they've got the Liabi nuts. Those nuts, those glowing nuts, those lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely <laughs> glowing nuts. Um, when they always play the music when they come yeah. up. It's the same song. <laughs> it's almost like the Princess Leia music. Yeah, the, the Han and Leia thing. Yeah. So when they find out the meaning of the Liabi nuts, um, they don't want a bar of it. They don't want to help them save their people. Uh, so they, Jack says, oh, I know where some of the other ones are. Uh, this old woman will help us guide the way. And uh, he takes Rocco out. They backstab Rocco. Um, he gets shot and left to die um, on this rocky landscape. And uh, yeah, the, the idea was to sell the princess to this old lady and her son so that he can marry her mm. uh, because they because all all people hate him because he's ugly but the son had this really cool electric whip yeah it sounded really cool looked cool it like lit up like a lightsaber almost yeah they 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 it was interesting how they managed to get around the lightsaber thing like all the weapons were just electrified <laughs> yeah but so. he had a horrific face cuz he was he was sort of half lizard yeah Yep. And the woman's house ends up being destroyed, Independence Day style, with a beam. It does. <laughs> beam from the sky, from the ship. I thought that was awesome when it just It was exploded. cool looking, yeah. And then later on, they abduct the wife, the, the mom, and then they're showing her memories. It was so random. Like, they just add these little things, but they they work really well. Like, it was beautiful images of Earth as the old woman dies and she's remembering her childhood. And this is the old lady that... Uh, is introduced as an old crone who is really bad and you know she's the one that um wants the princess to be with her son and they take this different turn where they capture her and like she's all she's been shot and she's kind of dying and they put her under this thing to find out what she knows and that's how they find out about earth the beautiful earth Mm. um so they go to they want the earth but um yeah they have this scene where they're, they're exploring her memories of earth and she's, uh, yeah, she's sort of talking almost in her sleep, reliving the memories. It's really strange, but really interesting. It was good. It's quite moving because, like, they, um, he pushes her to death, basically, because um, they were going to stop. They said, like, if we push any harder, she'll die. And he says, yes, push harder. And they kill her. 
Yeah. Um, but also, it's it's very Japanese in um, in the way that the princess defies them. We would rather die in honor than be slaves of someone. And yeah, that sort of reiterates throughout this movie. Yeah, there's this. We would rather all be wiped out, you know, just and it's an ongoing yeah. theme. And they're they're this battered people. There's not many of them left. They all wear um, holly around their head for some reason. Like that's an important feature. And it was pretty bad looking holly as well. It was very <laughs> And it's not a barren wasteland of a planet. And the when you see what the planet looked like originally, it didn't change. It was the same barren yeah. wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gruda, he sort of um he gets in he well, sorry, I'm skipping around a little no, bit. That's cool. They they moved the whole planet Jalusha to Earth. Which was yeah. cool, I thought. It's, it just suddenly has rockets on yeah. it. And it went flying towards Earth. Out of the Andromeda they... galaxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such, <laughs> such extravagance, these... Um... Yeah, so, so what happens is they find out about Earth, so they go message the Earth to surrender and they send their warships. And there's this epic battle of these three oh, that's Earth right. battle cruisers yeah. against... And it's, um, the, yeah, it's got like atomic missiles, which are like kamikaze stealth bombers. And they wipe out the Jalusians. Is that what happened? <laughs> Did you, no, do you remember this where they fire the atomic missiles at the um, Gavana base? And there's a scene where the explosions from the nuclear missiles wipe out a group of Jalusians. Oh, I didn't see that. These Jalusians, they just do nothing but suffer throughout the whole thing. <laughs> They're constantly jumping and being torched alive or stabbed. Women and children too. Like the flashback wow. scene actually, you know, there's lots of slashing of women and children and all the type oh, of stuff that as a that. kid you just gloss over. And as an adult you go... Hang on a sec. <laughs> I watched this as a kid. But that's when they hire General Garuda because of the failure. Because the Gavana fight back and they obliterate them. And those ships are really cool. That sort of reminded me of Star Trek a bit, the Gavana ships. Um, yeah, they were pretty cool. But um, Garuda returns in extravagance in this red coat and frilly white shirt. Man, he was beautiful. And feathery hands. <laughs> And he was still giving it straight face, Man, giving it his all. He was so good. He really tried to make it not look like he was wearing that outfit. And like before that, he was in this pimp coat with, you know, this fur sort of collar. And, and a hat. Yeah. But like when he returns, he he tells this um, henchman, like, you are challenged and throws his glove at him. That's right. To, to a duel. Yep, it's a duel. <laughs> so random. And it's like, yeah, it's a 10-pace duel. Um, he's sort of this cross between Burt Reynolds and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, but there's a bit of sad trivia regarding that because the actor Vic Morrow, he was killed yeah. in shortly after this, maybe four years. Uh, he was decapitated by a helicopter. Was it decapitated? Yeah. Oh, there were two was- Vietnamese kids. On the Twilight oh, Zone movie. shit. Um, yeah, it was the Twilight Zone movie, 1983. And chopped his head off and one of the kids' heads off. But he's, oh. he's actually father of Jennifer Jason Lee. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Well, did you know that, um, you know, the, the prince that they discover? 
Um, Han. Uh, yeah, Hans. Hans. <laughs> My name is Hans. I am a prince. And when he appears, he's just like a samurai on a horse. Yeah, samurai on a horse space. called Hans. <laughs> and do you know who that is? Hattori Hanzo. Who's that? Kill Bill. Ah, oh, wow. You know Hattori Hanzo from Kill Bill? Yeah, he's in so many movies. Oh, okay. But yeah, he that's who it is. He so was epic, like, man. He had like yeah. he had this sword battle and he just he f- takes down 20 guys single-handedly. Yeah. And then he's pretty awesome. Gets to the big boss and stabs him in the head. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and and there's the zapping sound and the guy flashes and then flies out the window and lands oh. on his mum. <laughs> oh, does that one happen? I didn't yeah. see that either. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's just so classic. There's just Oh man, it's just a combination of drama and hilarity all in one. But after, shortly after that, there's the tunnel, the trench scene, which is yep. very Star Wars. Yeah, it's they totally sort of, ripped off from Star Wars. Well, they build it up with like you know the premise, the plan. You know, they've got to go through this you know impossible odds, ten meters diameter trench. <laughs> and, um, yeah. You know, The Force Awakens sort of did this as well, and people complain, but I still love that stuff. I think it's cool how they set it up. And, oh, know. yeah, all the tension. Oh, you mean the uh, the, the plan bit? Yeah. I, I love the way that they did it. You know, they used the Liabi seeds in a circle in a, in a pond, and they just <laughs> yeah. looked into it. And it's all about the nuts. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of Lord of the Rings, except... The general stands up and goes, I want you to look at this as often as possible so you got it stuck in your heads. Yeah, so Japanese, um, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're, so they're going to be looking through the Liabi seeds for quite some time in preparation. <laughs> but then Baby 2 finds his nut and the music plays again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Roko yeah, betrays twist mm, because of it. But, it, it. but he had a reason. It wasn't just because he's a bad guy. It was because he didn't want his homeland to be destroyed, which yeah. is what would have happened. But it wasn't a twist for long because he sort of turns back when he sees all the glowing nuts. And then you find out that he's the eighth nut. Yep. He's the eight. He- <laughs> <laughs> he's the eighth nut. <laughs> yeah. It was very nice. I think that's how they got sure paid for this movie. <laughs> I'll give you a nut if you leap into that wall <laughs> with enthusiasm. <laughs> How high can you jump and then land and twist? Yeah, he does the he does the um like his final moments are realizing that he's a Liabi seed holder, and then he does the dramatic death of you know where they gasps. Yeah, but um then the trench tunnel scene. There was no Star Wars. There was no sort of music or like suspense there where he makes the shot he just sort of made it yeah um but then you realize like it's the the climax is the last chicken run where they um fly their ship kamikaze style into the gavada mothership and they eject last minute one two three yeah uh, and the, the thing is is that i remembered that they did the kamikaze style but i couldn't remember how they survived it sort of cut very weirdly. They eject and then suddenly it cuts to them and they found them already. Yeah. Yeah. That somehow they managed to get on the ship. Yeah. I mean, it's extraneous. <laughs> it doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A few other things as well was the princess was pretty badass. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, she, she spends like half the movie not doing anything. She's a typical, you know, that stereotypical princess who's often in distress speaking with people but not really being a person of action 
And then at the end, when you know there's all of this fighting going on, she's just hacking and slashing her way through all of the. Oh gamas. wow! I didn't notice that as much. Oh, it yeah. was all happening quite quick. Yeah, it was. It was. I guess it was stuff that I noticed because I'd seen this a lot, but I hadn't realized certain bits about it. That you know, she she was a lot more into it than Princess Leia. Yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah, she was she was up there. Especially when Roku died, right? Yeah, and, and and as they're trying to escape, she goes, "Prepare the ship, women and children, women and children." Well, yeah, that was the thing because there was not not enough space, right? Oh, is that what they said? I thought that's oh, what I they said. There that. won't be enough space to evacuate the whole planet, just the women and children. Oh gosh, really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't pick that up. All of those poor Jalusians. Yeah, it's kind of tragic what happened. It's it's joyous because they win, but. Yeah, their planet was destroyed. Yeah. And in the end, it's um, Garuda who says, keep your eyes on the stars. And it's kind of uplifting. They're looking for a new planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he goes to he goes to Baba too and goes, and Baba's lost his um, arm and he goes, oh, maybe I'll get a purple heart. And he goes, forget about your medals. There are more beautiful dreams in space yeah that was lovely i thought yeah they're not going back to earth which was cool yeah and giving it is all as always vic morrow <laughs> yeah and, good uh, old vic did you notice the music uh in the action scenes though yeah it was very robotech <laughs> it's all i could think about <laughs> i'm pretty sure robotech <laughs> ripped them off i've had game of thrones stuck in my head for so long and then all of a sudden now i've got message from space stuck in my head oh yeah yeah. It was good though. I mean, you mentioned before it was edited badly together, oh, and they copied the same song for the nut, you know, yeah. every single time, same bit. But it was good songs. Yeah, but there though. were bits where the music was playing and soaring and action, and all of this stuff is happening. People are getting slashed, jumping in the air, landing on the ground, twisting, electrifying, and then dying. And people getting shot and running away, and then suddenly the music stops completely and cuts to a new scene. And it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't even, like, it doesn't taper off. The music doesn't do it. It literally is playing and then it's not playing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't notice that as much. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they ran out of time. It uh, just adds so much more, you know, to, to this epic space opera. <laughs> what makes it a space opera? I never really knew. I actually don't know. I think. I want to say that there's singing involved, but that's... that's um... <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if Vic Murray <laughs> broke well... into song. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> Forget about your metals. There are more beautiful dreams in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any other stuff? Oh, I noticed that he, um, the guy didn't get the girl. Yeah, I did notice that too. Like he was in love with her. I thought Hans was going to go for it. He's <laughs> like, hey, can I come with you to your planet? <laughs> We've got to repopulate. Aaron's just looking at him. Don't cut lucky, man. <laughs> the children need fathers and the women need husbands. <laughs> Old Hans. Oh, yeah. No, but so so what did you... Well, like, were there any key takeaways from this i really enjoyed it i think it's a movie yeah that i would have loved as a kid um it has action humor good characters and surprisingly good dialogue for a dub you know like normally it's pretty horrible <laughs> dialogue yeah but this was witty and like keeps you on your toes and and it's got side comment jokes do you know what i mean like they're just you know they don't tell the joke 
in a way that there's the pause for the laughter or anything like that. It's just a bit of side humor knocked in as the explanation's going on or things are happening. Yeah. So how would you rate this one on your nostalgia meter? If it was one out of 11, it's definitely 11. <laughs> it's that. Yeah. It's um, just I really enjoyed watching it again and was pretty excited to see what you thought of it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I think space opera is something that's there's so much going on and there's politics and... Is Star Wars a space opera? I don't think it is and I don't think this is either. <laughs> I think space opera is almost relegated to certain novels rather than movies. Oh, I see. But I could be completely wrong. And I hope if anyone listens to this podcast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they um, they actually let us know what the pure definition is. <laughs> Did you have any final thoughts? Man, just tomatoes. <laughs> oh, lines. Do you have any lines? Lines are like, we, we've pretty much gone through them. Uh, there's uh, even references to Don Quixote in it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all from Vic Morrow, though. It's all Garuda. He's just, you know, he's just the glue. Casting deserves a medal for this. They deserve an Oscar. Yeah. Just for casting him. <laughs> yeah, just for him. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back with a red beret in the, in the yeah. war. Oh, know? yeah, that's right. Oh, God. You know things are serious when he's wearing a red beret. <laughs> Everyone wears the same outfit except for him who's got and like... He parachutes into yeah. <laughs> To battle just jumps out with a parachute man it's it crazy. was it, they must have paid him a lot because it, <laughs> when when i think about it when i was a kid he was just a side character but watching yeah. it now he's like one of the main characters yeah because he's just yeah everyone else is wearing the same thing and he gets a ensuite of clothes <laughs> with a feather cap <laughs> oh my gosh well thanks so much for that yeah thanks uh what's the next one Derek? Ah, uh, the next one's one of mine. It's the city of lost children. Ah, it's a little bit darker. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a turn. Yeah, from our previous one. This inspired my artistic side. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, well, that that's awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks again. All right. Thanks. In, insert catchphrase. <laughs> Are you stopped? Here. <laughs> yeah.